Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. All right, welcome back. Uh, we head into the happy hour. 5.01 is the time. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Right here in San Diego, California. Tony Gwynn Jr. enjoying a, a vacation. He'll return on Monday. Good call during that break. We got one from Will of Oceanside. Checked in and uh, said, uh, well, you know, to make a really good coach, who's a former Charger player, Jim Harbaugh. As Great Will choice. said, he's already a good coach. So <laughs> that was an excellent choice, Will. Thank you for. Uh, I forgot that Jim for Harbaugh. enlightening both yes. Scraby and I on that one. I, I forgot that he was a Charger. How long was he a Charger for? Uh, quite a bit. I, I'd oh, say really? Two or three years, maybe. I, I mean, I'm not was really he good. The, um, mediocre. He had his best playing years with the Indianapolis Colts. He led them to the AFC Championship game on one occasion that I recall. I, I don't remember his Charger Let me career. See. I'm looking it up real all quick. that well. So if you want to look it up. Oh, uh, he ended his career with the Chargers. Ended his career with the Chargers. Okay, All so right. he uh, was 6-6 six and six in his first year with the Chargers. Yeah. Played 14 games. He only played seven games in his second season, okay. and he was 0-5. 0-5 in the second season. Were the, was that the famous like 1-15 Chargers in 2000? Uh, there was a 1-15 team in there one of those years. I I'm don't looking. recall yes, what that was the year. Was. 2000 was the year of 1-15 for the Chargers. Well, Jim Harbaugh has made an excellent coach, starting right here at the University of San Diego. That is very true. Back in the day. That is very so, true. Then yeah. to Stanford. Yep. Then to the 49ers. Yes. Then to Michigan. Got to a Super Bowl with the 49ers. Yes, he did. We the Harbaugh We are over, The Harbaugh Bowl. Yeah, I lost to his brother. Uh, that was a loss by the 49ers, if I'm not mistaken. How'd you handle that one? Well, I was because you handled the loss to the Chiefs so well. Well, I was a drinker. How'd you do then. on the loser? Oh, did you, <laughs> I was a drinker then. Chris. So I, I, I think I have the answer. Well, then. I, you know, we bought all these bottles. I went. Up if to... you're a drinker, what do you do when you need to drink? You know what I mean? Like you already drink. Yeah. So what? What's your go to? It just is, makes it easier to drink. <laughs> oh wait, what do you mean go? Nobody to? have a go to. Oh. You know, like drink. Oh, oh, I see. I see. Like I see. I'm really okay. I drink all day every day to begin with. But now I'm really depressed. <laughs> uh, so this what, is a good what question, go actually. To? I would probably just drink what was there. Okay. Uh, but we did, before the game, we went out and bought a bunch of bottles of champagne, thinking that the 49ers are going to win, and all of us thought this was a great idea. So we yeah. had about 15, 20 bottles of champagne ready to go. Oh, my goodness. So in this case, I just picked up a bottle of champagne and just drank it from drank, the bottle. Drank the champagne. As we were having fun and gotcha. partying and, and walking around. But. Yeah. Couldn't have been having too much fun after they blew that Super Bowl. 
I don't remember. That was the Super Bowl. <laughs> I thought the 49ers were going to win. Well, you know, oh, I do remember, actually, because they threw uh, a couple fades to Crabtree in the corner, which was, if we're going to talk about Jim Harbaugh, that was his major downfall, is that in two... He called for two fades to Crabtree. In two separate games, in two separate seasons, to end against the Seahawks, they tried to do a fade, and Richard Sherman slapped it away. And then in the Super Bowl, they tried to do a fade. When Frank Gore is two yards away. It's like it was yesterday. Well, you didn't seem to remember it five minutes ago. Now I remember it. It's come back to you. I legitimately did have to go back and watch the game, though. (laughs) That's not funny, but it is. All right, we're over halfway through this NFL season. Uh, How have your bets been doing? The BetQL app uses proven data and analytics to help you make smarter bets. On everything from the NFL and college football to basketball, even the World Series, BetQL looks at every bet from every game. And ranks them all on a scale from one to five stars, with those five-star bets being the best chances to cash in. Losing money is no fun. Winning is. Get the BetQL app. I just need an excuse to play the five-star sounder. Yes, it sounds good. Uh, Justin Verlander, as expected, has won the American League Cy Young Award. They finally announced it. He uh, beats out Alec Manoa of the uh, Toronto Blue Jays and Dylan Cease of the Chicago White Sox. So Verlander joins Sandy Alcantara as Cy Young Award winners for this season. Verlander had a pretty magical season for the uh, Astros. Yes, he did. 1.75 ERA, 0.83 whip. He won the Cy Young Award three years ago and also 11 years ago. So this is his third. That is wild. Yeah. He's the uh, 11th player to win it three or more times. Of the previous 10, nine are in the Hall of Fame. He's going to the Hall of Fame. The only one who's not in the Hall of Fame who won three or more Cy Young Awards? Clemens. Correct. Roger Clemens. Not in the uh, Hall of Fame, as you know. Did we ever talk about, with you specifically, the uh, second chance Hall of Fame vote that was being given? I don't know that we did. You know, where Barry Bonds and Kurt Schilling and... Those guys are given a second chance to get into the Hall of Fame. Well, they got ten chances originally, so this would be an eleventh chance. But now it's only five Remember, you're on, on the original the, you're ballot. On, yeah, you're on the ballot ten years, so you do get ten chances. Wait, I thought you only get five. No, I think it's a ten year ballot. Oh, for the Hall of Fame. I'm wrong. Well, I don't know that you're wrong. See. I, I I think you're wrong. Pretty sure you get ten years on the ballot in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. I, I, I think that uh, Bond should eventually get in. Clemens annoys me, so I, you know, I have a personal <laughs> vendetta against this guy. So I don't want him to go in. But, you know, again, there's so many different arguments that can be made. Cheating is just, you know, totally unforgivable. And it is. But character flaws are not unforgivable. And because uh, if. Because if character flaws were unforgivable, then a whole bunch of people would not be allowed into any Hall of Fames. So, I don't know. There's two different arguments. It's like enough already. Let these guys in. They deserve it. They did. They played by the rules of the era they played in. Even though they weren't really the rules, everybody was doing it. So, I don't know. That's kind of how I come down on it, Scraby. All right. All right. I, I, I'm trying to figure this out. Um, you have to... 
It says that five years after retirement, any player with 10 years of major league experience who passes a screening committee mm-hmm. um, preceding the election. Blah, blah, blah. Why does baseball make everything so complicated? It shouldn't be this complicated. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, Nick Martinez is back with the Padres. Uh, he uh, had opted out as a free agent. What was it, last week? Yes, last week. Padres have taken care of that. They have re-signed him. So he and Robert Suarez both return to the Padres within a week of leaving the Padres. Not leaving, but becoming free agents. So it's good to have him back. You're pretty happy about this, Scraby? I love Nick Martinez. I think that Nick Martinez was a big heartbeat of the team. I think that he he kind of uh, set the tone for that relief pitching crew, and he did great every Every chance they put him out there. In every role he did. Every role he did. In every role. I just typed in how many years is a player eligible for the Baseball Hall of Fame. The answer came up 10. Okay. So you can stop looking for that. Thank you. Uh, the other news from last night, Aztec basketball looked very sharp in a 74-62 victory over Stanford. I had been uh, whining pretty much throughout the show yesterday. <laughs> I don't know if it was quite that bad. No, that was live. That was you crying yesterday, I believe. <laughs> It, 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 you you didn't need to cry, Chris. I didn't. I didn't need. My worrying was unfounded. Uh, the Aztecs played a tremendous game last night, shut down Stanford, jumped out to an early lead. As a matter of fact, the Aztecs never trailed in the game. They led by double digits pretty much throughout the game and uh, got 51% shooting overall and uh, 38% from the three-point arc. Pretty good night for the Aztecs. Meanwhile, Stanford just 40%. And uh, four of 18 on threes. So it was a dynastic night all the way around. 17th rank. San Diego State looking the part last night in that 74-62 win over the Stanford Cardinal at Maples Pavilion. Next up for the Aztecs. Hopefully somebody from their program visiting with our show tomorrow. Yes, that is on the table. That is on the table. And then uh, will after that, I'll leave for uh, Maui. And the big uh, Maui Invitational, which gets underway on Monday. The Aztecs will take on Ohio State Monday. Uh, do we have a game time for that game yet? I know that it's being – yes, we do. We do. It's a 6 p.m. start next Monday night on ESPN The Deuce. <laughs> the Deuce. Yes. I didn't know they called it that. They don't. Okay. I'm calling it that. Uh. So that will be the Aztecs' next game, Monday night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Okay. Okay. Because you know Hawaii is only two hours back now. Two. Huh? Hawaii is only two hours behind us now. I'm not concerned about that. When are they just going to eradicate daylight savings time entirely? Well, so we can all just stay on the same time, and we don't have to keep figuring this out and changing our body clocks and our. It it just. It's a lot. The Senate voted it in. I know, it, and then the house. Here we go into politics, which is really a, you want to you want to find something I don't know anything less about than soccer. We can get into politics, but uh, <laughs> from what I understand, the House of Representatives doesn't want to even discuss it. Oh, because the farmers. I don't know that to be true. So I please don't, don't DM me about the the farmers. Okay, we won't. Yeah, I, I I'm okay. I mean, I guess it's kind of weird that Hawaii is only two hours behind, but then you know Arizona has it really tough because they're either an hour ahead, they're an hour, they're the same time as us. <sighs> Man, could be very simple if just uh, nobody uh, had any daylight savings time of any kind. That would be much simpler for everyone involved. You should, you should, if you asked me, you should make that your um, 
the the sticking point of your mayoral campaign for make, San make Diego. Make that my platform. Your platform for the yeah. mayoral. campaign. You know what else is going to be on my platform? Who? No loud motorcycles. No loud motorcycles. I mean, like, why? Because they annoy me. They do scare me from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> right. When you're just sitting around or you're outside, let's say you're walking outside. Oh, yes. Okay. And somebody comes gunning down the street. <laughs> Thank you. That was the motorcycle. Yes. I'd be outlawing loud motorcycles. You know what I'd be outlawing, Chris? I miss that gene. I know that some people got that gene when they were before they were born. They, before, got, they stood yeah. in line. They got the gene, the one that says, I'm going to grow up and love loud, insignificant noises. Insignificant noises. Yes. I think it's a significant noise. It's not a significant noise. The only thing you're doing by revving your motorcycle is annoying other people. I think And it's- I'm willing to say that even on this talk show where I know people who listen ride motorcycles and make loud, insignificant noises all the time. What are you, where are you but at with- Please understand that the louder you are- the more I can't stand it. Where are you at with lane splitting? Lane splitting? You know where they drive in between yeah. the lanes? As long as you don't rev your motorcycle, I'm okay with it. Really? That doesn't bother me as much. Okay. I'm okay with that. Uh, you know what I would ban? I just don't like the excess noise. I also don't like cars that make noise for no reason. People that drive their cars and like, rev them. No, 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 no. What, what, what car is that? The the um, no, the uh, cars that crank up the engine really loud and you know come screeching down the street. Yeah, no, I get I, that. It just too. bothers me. I'm an old person, but I, you know what? It's funny because that stuff bothered me when I was like 15. So it's just I never with liked you. it. Yeah, it's I've ingrained never liked in you. It. I've never liked it. Here's another thing that I think is rude. I'm going to tell you about this. Here's a rude thing okay. that a lot of people still do, and it bothers me. Oh. You pull into the filling station. The gas station, Otherwise yes. known as the gas station. Yes. You're now outside of your car. You're standing there. You're putting gas in the car. Some guy rolls in with his stereo in his car mm. turned up to a hundred yes and i have to listen to his choice of music for the next three minutes while i finish pumping my gas yeah i'm not a fan of that either i don't like to force things on other people which is exactly you. what you're doing and you're that's exactly okay wait stop your comment there Forcing things on people is exactly what motorcycles people are doing when they're revving their engines as they drive by me on the street. See, and car people are doing the same thing. It's an it's a noise that you're only making to sh- apparently show off. Well, they're not doing much showing off if they do it to me because I just shake my head like, "Why did you do that?" Because you scared me. Yeah, well, but I, I I think that's that, my, <laughs> I think it's different though. Do you when think I can stuck. get a lot of votes on this? Maybe. Or would I be eliminated from gun? What about mine? Here's what I would ban. What would be your platform? Get rid of those dumb electric bikes out there. I am so over the electric what bikes. What have they done to you? Now, how are they impeding on your day? I am okay with bicyclists. I have been accused in the past of being an angry person at bicyclists. Okay. And I'm okay with bicyclists. We can share the road. But it's the... This is going to make me sound like I'm 100 years old. But it's the young people, Chris... It's the kids out there that are riding these electric bikes at 40 miles an hour, popping out of nowhere. Like, I had a friend who hit one of them because they came screaming out of some bush. And it's dangerous. I think they need to get rid of those stupid electric bikes. No kid needs to be riding 45 miles an hour down the street with cars going 45 miles an hour. That is 
an accident waiting to happen. Okay. Uh, I'll vote for you if you vote for me. I don't know if I can get we'll behind your stuff. We'll make the world a quieter and safer place. Okay. All right. Hopefully. All right. I'm in. I'll vote for you. The next time somebody goes screeching in their Harley Davidson down your street when you're trying to enjoy a quiet moment at home, please think of me and vote on election day. You know what I'll do if that happens? <laughs> I'll hear it for the ten, the, the 10 milliseconds that it takes for it to go by me. 10 milliseconds? The only time I get really mad, though, is if they legitimately scare me, which does happen because you, I'm usually wearing like headphones or something, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, there's, there's motorcycle noise in your face. This is the happy hour. We are allowed to talk about things that don't make us happy. It's true. Take a time out. Come back. More Gwen and Chris after we check traffic. Hopefully it's not too noisy out there <laughs> on 97.3 The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Celtics, they've won seven in a row. They're leading at Atlanta, 38-27. Early second quarter. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. Chris, hello, Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. back from vacation on Monday. Uh, Scraby, do you know who uh, Devin Chandler, Lavelle Davis Jr., and Deshaun Perry are? No. They are the three young men that were shot uh, and killed. Yes. The University of Virginia football players, Sunday night, a charter bus after returning from a class trip. Running back Mike Hollins also was shot. He remains hospitalized. The suspected shooter, Christopher Darnell Jones Jr., a former Virginia football player, was arrested on Monday. Denied bail during his first court hearing on Wednesday. Um, We haven't talked about this yet. I mean, we're at Wednesday now. This happened uh, over the weekend. Uh, mention it now because the ACC announced a couple of different things today. One, that the uh, University of Virginia is not going to play its football game scheduled this Saturday against Coastal Carolina. The other announcement that uh, in a show of solidarity, the uh, ACC announced all teams will honor Virginia with league-wide initiatives beginning this weekend, included among them our special helmet decals designed, uh, designed by the uh, conference office. I know there's a lot of people that are tired of 
moments of solidarity, moments of silence in the wake of gun violence. And people say, well, we've got to do something about the guns. Um, You can go back and forth on this argument all day and all night long. Um, But what else can the ACC do? I mean, to me, at least announcing that it's going to try and honor these guys and this team, you know, with the decals, moments of silence, et cetera, there's also going to be field signage that says UVA strong that's going to be on each team's field in the ACC. It shows that we as a society are hurt by this and care. Um, and, and I, you know, beyond that, I, I don't know what else you can do in the wake of unprovoked violence like this. I mean, these three guys are just football players. They're on a charter bus. They're coming back, and some guy hops up there. And you know, what did it, I don't know if it was hopped on board or. I don't remember what happened. I, I think exactly. he was he was with them on a field trip. He was actually with them. I believe the guy who he shot was. Them? I believe he was. Yeah. I, I haven't. I, I don't want to say anything yeah, more than don't that. Don't be but wrong. Yeah, no, I definitely don't want to be wrong here. But I, I can't imagine what it would be like to be a part of that team right now because they had just come off of a game on Saturday. Yeah. Um. It. it it's a cliche for us to say, but it really does things like this prove to me all the time how short life is. And yep. and I don't care that it's cliche. It's true. It can be. Um, that's that's absolutely right, Scraby. And we do need to take a moment to cherish every moment that we have. Because, I mean, in the case of these three young men, young men, yeah, they weren't thinking anything like this was going to happen to them on Sunday night. And... That is what happened. So, um, yeah, I I bring it up because, you know, I think it it hurts the University of Virginia, but it doesn't hurt any more or any less than any other situation like this in any walk of life anywhere else. There are so many, unfortunately, of these kinds of situations that go without a story on ESPN.com because it's not related to a college football team. But there is violence like this happening throughout our world. It's, um, just, it's a shame. Yeah, I'm looking at it. He was on the field trip with them. Okay. So uh, he he was sitting there on the bus, and then there was a person in the bus that said they didn't think they were going to make it out. They thought that everyone was going to be um, was shot gonna by be this. Shot. Yeah, and this this is such a scary situation because this, this guy, like, he was with them all day leading up to this and probably – knew he was going to do this and just waited and it just scares me a lot because these things happen more and more and more and i know part of it is because we have social media and we can get the stories further but still it's it's all scary when you're just going on a field trip and that's not even safe unfortunately that was the case in this uh, situation it, it almost seems kind of you know like we can't really do a whole lot of good by saying our thoughts and prayers are with the families of these young men, but I don't know what else we can do other than, you know, think about this and try to somehow be better in our own worlds. Would you, uh, normally I would say don't cancel the rest of the football season, but I think when you lose three active football players from a team, I, I, I don't know how you could play the rest of your season. And, and it's not because of, them losing or anything like that. It's just going to be too hard. Um, I think they do have to cancel the rest of the games. They have already canceled this game this weekend against Coastal Carolina. There's one more game remaining beyond that, their rivalry game against Virginia Tech. Um, 
it seems so unimportant to try and get the rest of the team fired up for a game against oh, Virginia yeah. Tech. Yeah. Just, uh, what, 12 days after this happened? Yeah, that doesn't seem like it's a difficult. doable thing. It doesn't this, seem doable to me. I'm sure there's some people say, oh, no, you got to forge ahead. Yeah, but you can only forge ahead when you're ready to forge ahead. Exactly. And I, I just don't know that they're going to be ready. I, I would think the final game against Virginia Tech will and should be canceled as well, but no decision has uh, been made officially on that. One one last thing. I, I, there's there's a history with this, this guy who did this, and there's a history of him being disgruntled. He had some sort of uh, investigation by the university uh, earlier. But really what, I'm, what I want to say is, like, if you feel down, if you feel like you want to hurt someone or someone else, hurt yourself or someone else, please go say something. It's not worth it. You do not want to be this guy. You do not want to be anything near this guy. You can turn it around right now. And I would hope that maybe one person listening out there is touched by what we're talking about right now. The Virginia coach. Guy's in his young guy. He's in his first year. Now he's up on the you know the podium answering questions about something like this, and they were going on a field trip. It wasn't even like they were at a party and and, and something bad happened at the party. They were just doing something school related. Yeah. All right. Don't mean to bring everybody down, but it's uh, it's stuff that's going on in our world, yes. and uh, we need to touch on it from time to time. Well, we'll take a break, come back, and re-energize here. And then we're going to have uh, our uh, earlier visit with Greg Camarillo talking about the National Football League and uh, what's going on around the NFL at the midway point. Uh, Our NFL guy, Greg Camarillo, when we come back. All right, welcome back to the program. Gwen and Chris, 97.3 The Fan, Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Sandy Alcantara, Miami Marlins, first ever Marlin to win the uh, Cy Young Award. Gets the unanimous vote today. And uh, Justin Verlander wins it in the American League. Uh, I'm sure people are going crazy in Cleveland right now. Deshaun Watson allowed to practice for the first time today. Welcome back. Thank you for that, Scraby. I feel like the Browns as an organization feel like, you know what, it's been long enough now. We're all going to just 100%. And, you know, on December the 4th, we're going to put him in there against the Houston Texans, and he's going to be our starting quarterback, and all's going to be well with the world. And I just want to remind everybody out there that having a memory isn't a bad thing to have. No. I, I, I just I, I find it just so shameful that Deshaun Watson is back playing at the NFL level and earning millions upon millions of dollars. You use the word... Slime ball earlier? Scumbag. Scumbag. <laughs> well, either one applies, yeah. apparently, when it comes to talking about Deshaun Watson. And, you know, I just find it, you know, reprehensible that the Cleveland Browns professional football team would employ such a guy. Um, you got to think that there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of discussion around him returning in, what is it, next week? No, this week? week and a half. Week and a half. December the 4th at Houston. Yeah, exactly. There's going to be a ton of discussion about this, and it's going to drag everything up again. And I, 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 you're right. The Browns are probably thinking, oh, well, you know, it's been a couple months since we've done this. No one's going to really be mad anymore. Well, I disagree. Flash. I disagree. Uh, Jacoby Brissett was uh, interviewed today, 
Uh, he, of course, uh, even though Watson returned to practice, Brissett is still getting the majority of the reps. That's because he's still the starting quarterback and will be for this Sunday's game against Buffalo and then one more game against Tampa Bay. But after that, all signs point to Deshaun Watson taking over as if nothing ever happened. And, uh, boy, it's just really difficult to uh, foresee him, you know, getting out there with all being forgotten. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm not capable. So, you know, talk about karma. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was going to say maybe Deshaun Watson takes a little shot to the ankle or something. I don't want him to get badly hurt. Uh, no. Twist yeah. a knee or something. If karma just, happens, karma yeah, happens. karma happens, it happens. Okay. That's a good way to leave it. Uh, let's check some traffic. And then uh, talking NFL with Greg Camarillo, our former Charger, Dolphin, and NFL expert, as it were. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, we have made our uh, guest wait uh, long enough. Uh, joining us right now on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline is our good friend Greg Camarillo. His podcast, Two Pros and a Joe, taking over the country. And uh, <laughs> we're glad to have him on here. Greg, former Charger, former Dolphin, still my hero for that touchdown reception and overtime that kept the Dolphins from a winless season many years ago. Greg, uh, let's start with the Vikings-Bills game. I mean, what? I mean, I don't know. So many different ways to remember that game, think back on that game, enjoy that game, and I, I guess the bottom line to me is how in the world the Bills could ever let a play like that happen on their own goal line. But uh, that's what makes the NFL so remarkable. Games like this pop up from time to time. Yeah, we're well, good to be back with you, Chris. Hello, and appreciate the uh, the podcast. Love that. Yeah, that's the best promotion we. We've ever had. <laughs> Vikings Bills game. So uh, Matt Scraby can probably tell you who I fell in love with from that game, and I, and I have developed a strong man crush for this outstanding human being, and that is Justin Jefferson. He is uh, amazing as a, as a wide receiver, and so that that's what I got from this game. I got to watch him become a dominant receiver. Uh, he came up with the, one of the most amazing catches on fourth and eighteen, which is absurd, and it just. I, you know, as being a former wide receiver, I, I appreciate that, you know, a good wide receiver technique, but it's not just athleticism, but it's good technique. And this dude has it all. And that's what we got to witness right there is a, is a, a playmaker making plays at the most important moment. Um, so sign me up for the Justin Jefferson fan club. Justin Jefferson, you had Stephon Diggs in that game. Uh, you could throw Tyreek Hill into this discussion, probably a few other guys. Why are wide receivers all of a sudden being so effective so early in their careers now? 
I mean, back in the day, Greg, when you played, it seemed like wide receivers needed a couple of years before they could acclimate to the NFL game. Yeah, it's it's just it's a passing league, and so the rules have become centered on passing. Uh, offenses have been as centered on passing, and um, you know that's just that's just the nature of the league. And so guys come in, they learn it in college too. You'll see seven on seven tournaments all throughout high school. Like the game has become passing centered, and so. Um, you got to find a way to, to to do that. I mean, you can even look at Tom Brady at 45 years old. They've pretty much abandoned the run game. They don't even attempt to run the ball, uh, and they're just going to pass the ball. And so it's it's fun to watch these guys, you know, become true weapons at the wide receiver position. Talking to Greg Camarillo here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Two Pros and a Joe podcast co-host with myself and Marcus McNeil and. Uh, Greg, we were talking the other uh, yesterday actually about uh, Jeff Saturday and his debut into the NFL, and we were talking about yeah. whether or not it's it's okay for someone to skip all of the different requirements that seem to be required to become a head coach. But what are your general thoughts about a player coming into uh, an organization who wasn't there really and passing up all the other guys? Uh, would that bother you as a player or as a coach? Yeah, well, you you nailed it with me where you said he wasn't there. Now, if you take a guy that's in the building, if you take a guy that's been there all throughout training camp, all throughout the offseason, I don't really care about the prerequisites. You don't have to be a scout. You don't have to be an offensive coordinator to then become the leader of a team. But to me, an important part is being part of that team, not just bringing in – and I call him an outsider because he wasn't in the locker room all that year. Yes, it's Jeff Saturday. He's a, a forever a member of the Colts. But in my mind, you're better off with finding your best motivator that's already part of your system and then making them head coach. Uh, And that's not to say Jeff Saturday can't do a good job. He might pop in and do an amazing job. Uh, But what it really highlights to me is that the head coach is simply a motivator. His job is to get everybody pushing in the same direction because they got a guy he doesn't necessarily know the offense or know the defense because he hasn't been there. Uh, But – They've got coordinators for that. So get Jeff Saturday in there. Let him just be the motivator that he is. Um, and we'll see if it works. I, you know, I, if it was me in that position, I would have gone with somebody already on the staff or, or at least in the building. Greg Camarillo is with us, uh, talking some NFL, former Charger, former Dolphin, and uh, kicking around a few topics here on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. Greg, uh, can a running quarterback, a la Justin Fields, what he has become, I mean, look, the guy's been absolutely incredible the last three yeah. weeks. The bottom line, though, he hasn't won any of those games. I look at Lamar Jackson. I look at Kyler Murray. I look at all these guys that can run around and make incredible things happen. But ultimately, do you have to have some other tools in your uh, in your belt in order to win a Super Bowl? Or do you think someday we're going to see somebody run their way to a title like that? No, I don't think so. I think you have to be a quarterback first and be able to do the running if that's, if that's part of your job. I and mean, we've seen, uh, you know, Tom Brady win Super Bowls with barely even moving. Uh, and so you don't have to be a runner. But guys <laughs> like Justin Fields, we've seen this Lamar Jackson. He can play quarterback. Like, he's not just, you know, a guy, a running back that has an arm. He can play quarterback. He's just so dangerous when he takes off. Justin Fields, we've already seen the progression. And now they're losing games because the Bears have given up. You know, they've traded guys away. They clearly are not trying to win this year. Uh, but we've seen his progression to actually like going through a couple of reads. He sits in the pocket. He steps up in the pocket. 
And then when he finally does decide to take off, the man is a running back at that point and clearly one of the most dangerous. I think he was the NFL's leading rusher two weeks ago with 178 yards, yep. which is absurd. And then, then matched it the next week with 140-something yards. Um, but from what I've seen from him is he has the ability to play quarterback, but when he takes off, he's that much more of a weapon. And so I think that's what you need. I think you've got to have quarterback mindset first and then ability to run after that. Talking to Greg Camarillo here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Greg is also on uh, Football Night in San Diego after Sunday Night Football on I've TV seen here him locally. A couple of times, and I was jealous because he was on that show and not on our show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of the things about the podcast Two Pros and a Joe that I love is that we get these random stories. So stay with me for a second because a couple weeks ago we were talking about how Greg was on the field and played on the team with Brett Favre the the last game he ever played. And so Greg told the story of how he just walked in the locker room. He wasn't supposed to play. He goes, I'm good. I'm ready to go. And then he ends up getting concussed on the field and his career was <laughs> over. So that's that. those are some of the stories that we tell on the podcast, Two Pros and a Joe. But we also talk – you also like to uh, point out things about the Chargers, especially the wide receivers. And you kind of used this last time we we talked about it, peanut butter and jelly. And the Chargers are missing both uh, peanut butter and jelly. Can you tell everybody what you're talking about? Yeah, man. They've got the bread. Justin Herbert is the bread, and he covers both sides of the loaf. But they just got two two pieces of wheat bread trying to make a sandwich. And the sandwich, what they need in the middle, what they need to complete their sandwich is the peanut butter and Mike Williams and the jelly and Keenan Allen. And, and we've seen their offense with all of those, with two pieces of bread and Herbert, the peanut butter and the jelly. They look great. They taste great. It looks great. I love it. But when one's missing, when Keenan Allen, the peanut butter's missing, it's not a complete sandwich. Or Mike Williams, the jelly's missing, it's not a complete sandwich. They need all the ingredients to get that offensive offense rolling in. They're going the wrong direction. They're, they're starting to lose other ingredients they don't have their glass of milk in offensive linemen coming around <laughs> it's getting worse for them but when they when that sandwich is together and that meal is together they are amazing and that's that's justin herbert but man they got a a tough task i believe they got the chiefs coming up this week and with the injuries they have they just they just can't keep up with other offenses um because patrick mahomes man He's got his peanut butter, his jelly, his Oreo cookie sandwich. He's got his milk. He's got he's got everything in the world, uh, and it's working for them. One thing he doesn't have anymore is Tyreek Hill, but Tua Tagovailoa has him now, and all of a sudden this guy's become a honestly. Scraby and I can't believe this. We talk about it almost every day that he's actually in the MVP discussion. I I, I don't believe he's an yeah. MVP, not with Mahomes and Jalen Hurts and what they've done, but. Is it as simple as adding Tyreek Hill to what has made Tua Tagovailoa good, or is there something else at play here? Number one, and number two, as a former receiver, would you have any trouble catching a ball from a left-handed quarterback? Oh, I I hate left-handed quarterbacks. <laughs> Sorry for all the lefties out there. I apologize for my, for my hatred up on you, but well, I don't know the percentage of quarterbacks. Let's just roll with ninety-five percent of right-handed quarterbacks, and I'm sure that's not a spot on. But the vast majority a right-handed quarterback, and you get used to the ball spinning one way, and you don't realize how comfortable you are with the ball spinning that way until the ball spins the other way. And it just it just throws you off. Like, you really have to take the extra time concentrating on the pass uh, when a left-handed quarterback steps up. But, he, I mean, eventually you get used to it and you deal with it. 
But, yes, Tyreek Hill is the difference in Tua. And we saw the same thing with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. And now Josh Allen has grown over his career, same as Tua. But when you get that elite weapon, it raises the level of the entire offense, but really raises the level of the quarterback play. And you look at Tua, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, uh, through the first nine games, had the most receiving yards of any duo in NFL history. So, I mean, Tua's making some plays, but he also literally has the two best weapons out there doing it. Um, so Tyreek Hill has made that difference, and I like him in the MVP conversation. Will he win it? No. But should he be in that conversation? Yes, because he has made the difference in that team, who's now, I think, tied for first in the, in the NFC East. They're right there with the Bills and the Jets, yeah. uh, and they look dangerous. Talking to Greg Camarillo, Two Pros and a Joe podcast. Uh, last one for me, Greg, and Deshaun Watson's going to be coming back here very soon. He just started practicing with the Browns. I just wanted to see if you had any insight into what kind of what, what's going on in that locker room because this is a pretty big deal, him coming back from all the scandal that he had, and he hasn't played in a couple years. Is this something that you kind of just ignore, or do you embrace it in that locker room? Uh, from my experience in locker rooms, guys are judged on their ability to contribute to the team and then somewhat of their personality. And I, and I don't mean like what if they're a nice guy or not a nice guy, but are you – such a such a, uh, a a mean guy. I don't even know the proper words for that on the radio. That <laughs> you are just detracting from our goal. But is your scumbag? Are you so I think you're thinking of scumbag. There you go. Right, yes. There you go. I was trying to think of a word this entire time. <laughs> scumbag. That's a nice it's one. Came when up you with scraping. <laughs> yes, solid, solid, great. Uh, is your talent more valuable than whatever? distractions you you bring and if your talent is that that valuable and that's the case of Deshaun Watson in my experience in locker rooms is the guy is welcome you know can you help us win and if the answer is yes then let's suit up and get after it and the answer is yes for Deshaun Watson he can absolutely help them win um I don't think this is their year but they've got him signed for a long time to a guaranteed contract so he'll get rolling this year but it's really a matter of uh you know what can he do for them in the future Last thing, Greg, should they change the replay rules now in the NFL to include everything that can possibly be included? I'm referring to a play the other night where they were checking to see if Dallas Goddard of the Eagles fumbled, and while they were checking that, you could clearly see that the tackler had a hold of his face mask. They ruled that they couldn't call a face mask because the replay rules don't allow it. Are you among these people that with replay, we need to might, we might as well just get everything right? Or is there still stuff replay shouldn't touch? We should absolutely not change the rule. Uh, the there is a foul on every single play. If you want to like look at the film and look at it, there's pass interference on every single play. There's uh, illegal contact on every single play. Some lineman is holding someone on every single play, uh, and then it's just going to slow everything down. The last two minutes of a game already last 15 minutes anyway. We don't want to have to stop and review every single play. Uh, I, you know, I know the argument is if it's egregious and it's not called, we got to get out there and get it. You know, that's just the, the game's not perfect. And we saw that in the Bills game. Gabe Davis made a diving catch that looked great. They didn't review it. They kept going and it changed the outcome of the game. We just got to chalk that up to, to air. You know, the refs aired on that one. Okay. Um, and it's And that's going to happen. But we can't stop every play and review everything because the rules of football, there's too much going on. And you will always find something controversial. Nothing controversial about Greg Camarillo on this show. Nope. We unilaterally love having him on the program. Yes, we do. Greg, great catching up with you again. Uh, take care of everything, and uh, let's talk again You know, near the end here before the playoffs. Sounds good. Appreciate you having me on, fellas.
There he goes, Greg Camarillo on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Scraby, yes, what sir. is on tap for tomorrow's program? Well, we have Have Matt- you done any uh, work ahead I have. of time? I have, actually, uh, for once. <laughs> we have Matt Norlander of CBS Sports to talk college basketball. I'm trying Wait to get second. some more. Matt Norlander? Yes. Did you say... Matt Norlander? Why are you acting like this? I don't know. But I'm looking forward to having him on. <laughs> yeah, He's a no, college basketball guy? He is, and we don't get to talk to many. I mean, we talk to Mark Ziegler all the time. He's great. We love him, but I want to get a little bit of a different flavor of what's National going on. National perspective yeah, of what's yeah, going so. on. Yes, and the, also, yes. we may be joined by an Aztecs men's basketball player. Yeah, I'm hoping so. Yes. They won, you know, last night. I, I do know that. Right. Someone was very worried that I know, and I kept telling him, like, don't be so worried. Don't be worried. They're not going to lose to Stanford. Yeah. They did not. They did not. All right. Everybody have a nice, quiet, peaceful evening. No motorcycles. Go run revving <laughs> down your street. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> Poor Tony Gwynn Jr. is not here today. Matt Scraby, who is, but really kind of isn't. Half here. Chris Ello, have a good rest of your evening. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.